Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Monster Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one rated sportsbook app. It is a new week, baby. Although we still have one more game in week three. That's tonight. Ravens, Chiefs, kind of a big deal. I think you should get a little bit excited about what's on tap this evening in the NFL. Another winning week, by the way, on the Even Money podcast. Thank you, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Make sure you listen to that tomorrow as we just keep cashing every single week. Two more units this week. Man, should have been six. Falcons did it to me again. We will get to that momentarily. New week means we got new goodies to give out. And all we ask is that you try to win one of the contests. It's really easy to do. You can be the spread the word winner, either at Ross Tucker NFL. Please follow me, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or our show handle, at Ross Tucker Pod, intern Casey doing a phenomenal job. I mean, unreal with at Ross Tucker Pod handle on Twitter and Instagram. And all you have to do, it's really very easy, is like it on one of those platforms or retweet on Twitter, and I'll pick a new winner each and every week. Maybe even a regular, someone that does it all the time. But I, I can see, I know who the regulars are, so I can see when there's someone new. And I like to show my appreciation for you guys. And you know what? I'm going to help out Ross and Brian, the little engine that could this week. Sponsor confirmation email winner. I've got two more Madden codes to give out. So the key is, number one, you get the DraftKings Sportsbook app on your phone and you put the promo code Ross in and you take a screenshot. And number two, you go to Omaha Steaks. I'll tell you more about that a little bit later. Throw the code in Tucker. Delicious. That is how you have a great, 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 great chance to go ahead and win the Madden this week. Make sure you tell me if you have PS4 or Xbox. I got to know. I'll give another YouTube shout out this week. The latest patron is Kate Coley Baba. Love it. Thank you, Kate. Patreon.com. Slash RT Media. Seems like we add a new person every couple days, every week. That is a growing and thriving 
community. Shout out to Rob, who's going overseas to Germany to help protect uh, those of us in the United States. So thank you very much for that. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. Good morning, Ross. Well, as we always do, let's get your thoughts, your key takeaways from week three in the NFL. You know, I think the first thing that jumps out to me, Bri, is just the uncertainty that was Sunday morning about how many Atlanta Falcons might miss the game against the Chicago Bears. Now, it's a bummer for me. Obviously, I didn't know when I made that wager that Julio Jones wouldn't play or that A.J. Terrell would test positive for COVID and get put on the COVID-19 list Saturday morning. And so then they had to check all the other tests, obviously. They had to check the contact tracing, which I think is interesting. A lot of people don't realize you have to be within six feet of someone for 15 minutes or more for it to count. So I don't think a lot of people realize that, that that's, those are the, and those are the CDC standards, by the way, within six feet of someone for 15 minutes or more. But it did sort of, Bri, give us a window into what that could be like, right? I mean, it kind of showed us what it could be like if there were to be multiple guys on the team. And here's the thing. These are not tests that they get back in 15 minutes or even an hour. So the A.J. Terrell um, test, it's my understanding, that was the Friday test. And then he practiced Friday. And then it was Saturday morning that they, they found out it came back positive. So that's one of the reasons why I think they have the coaches and guys wearing masks on Sunday. There is a window of time. There is some measurement of time there where theoretically A.J. Terrell could have given it to other guys on the Falcons. So obviously I don't think that really helped. They still had a big lead. We'll get to it. Um, but there's a lot of lot of news, I'd say, out of that one because you obviously had everything that went on there. And that's that was a good indicator for us of what could happen in these situations that, I mean, is significant, right? Like – this could happen in any of these games where it's late in the week, and I believe he's the first one that was sort of a, uh, I guess we're calling it a Saturday surprise, but it was significant. I mean, he's a starting corner for them. He's their first-round pick. So that was sort of a, a dry run, if you will, of what could happen in that situation. And then that same game, Mitch Trubisky gets benched. And at the time, you know, it was a terrific job by the Falcons. They were playing great. They had a big lead. Foles came in and it was like everything totally changed. Now, I didn't think being undefeated that Matt Nagy would go ahead and make the change from Trubisky to Foles, but Foles had a terrible pick. They needed to have some type of spark and Nagy didn't want to give up on the game. And credit to him for not. I mean, he's a he's the head coach of a 3-0 and team. I still don't think that they're overly good. But 3-0 and is 3-0. and And by the way, if I don't think you're overly good and you're 3-0, and that says a lot for your coaching, right? Uh, the other themes, uh, I think Adam Gase and Dan Quinn are both done. It's really at this point. I mean, the Jets are an embarrassing football team. I will see them up close and personal on Thursday, but they're a really bad team. And so I think everyone kind of realizes that 
Adam Gase will be gone. It's probably just a matter of when. There were already rumors that maybe it happens during the season and that Thursday night's game that I'll be calling for Western one will be big for him. It's, I mean, it seems like his days are, are pretty numbered there in New York. And I think Dan Quinn's the same. You know, they're 0-3. He saved his job at the end of last season, but now they, you know, they're losing these games that you just can't lose. Fourth quarter collapses. Not a good reflection on him. So I think we kind of almost already know that Adam Gase and Dan Quinn, we already know two of the 32 head coaches, they are going to get fired. So those are kind of my bigger themes and takeaways, Bri. My other takeaway is that food is delicious. And going to the grocery store has become a hassle these days. Let's be honest. Skip the crowded aisles and masks and all that. Make Omaha Steaks ship all your food safely to your doorstep. Just got these bacon-wrapped uh, filet mignons. So good. Premium meats, easy meals, delicious burgers and jumbo franks. In fact, if you go to omahasteaks.com and enter the code TUCKER into the search bar, for a limited time, Omaha Steaks will add two pounds of burgers and jumbo franks free to your order. There's a reason they've been around over 100 years. OmahaSteaks.com. Enter Tucker in the search bar for exclusive offers. Order today and Omaha Steaks will add four burgers and four gourmet jumbo franks free to your order. I did this. I know some of my guys at Go Big Recruiting are doing this because they're like me. They like meat. Tuck Steaks. All right, well, let's get into each of these games individually. We'll start in Pittsburgh, where the Steelers remain perfect with a 28-21 win over the Houston Texans. Houston falls to 0-3. Tough start for the Texans. Really uh, incredibly difficult schedule to start out. They did some really positive things. I mean, when Deshaun Watson threw that beautiful pass to Will Fuller for a touchdown, it's 21 points for the Texans. They were up 21-17. I believe it might have been 21-14. I think it was 21-17, I thought. And I thought, okay, this is this is why they play the games, 2-0 versus 0-2. I had harped on that last week on both the Even Money podcast and here on the RTFP, but it wasn't enough. The Texans could not score in the second half. Deshaun Watson was under duress throughout. And credit the Steelers. They pounded it. James Conner over 100 yards and six yards per carry for the second week in a row as the Steelers are off to a really, really good start. Tuck Stakes. Ross, we had our first tie of 2020. Eagles and Bengals finished at 23 apiece, and I think we kind of sort of called that on Friday, did we not? Well, you said on Friday that, you know, one of these teams will get their first win. I said, well, could be a tie, right? They did have a tie. I couldn't remember if it was 2012 or 2008. It was 2008. I think you guys know how I feel about this. I really, I really hate ties. Now, this was not really a product of the new overtime rules of, you know, the first team to score. It wasn't that, although them shortening it to 10 minutes was certainly a factor. The thing I don't like about ties is everybody felt like they lost because the goal, the mission is to win. And so don't really care for that. 
I thought the Eagles' D-line did their part. They had eight sacks. They were all over Joe Burrow. I mean, Malik Jackson hit him so hard, which, by the way, was a totally legal hit in my mind. And I know that John Perry, former NFL ref, felt the same way. I mean, he took one step. It was chest. It was shoulder in the chest. Burrow was in the air, which made it look really bad. But it was a legal hit by Malik Jackson. I get frustrated about stuff like that because that confuses the issue for defenders at every level. It's very important in my mind that we highlight legal vicious hits so that people realize you can still deliver a significant blow, but do it legally. I think it really confuses the issue when you throw a flag just because it was a big hit. You're allowed to have a big hit. So that frustrates me quite a bit. Uh, Carson Wentz struggled throwing the ball again. He had a couple bad interceptions. He had some really poor missed throws. He did, however, find a way to run the ball a lot, to keep the chains moving, to keep some drives alive for the Eagles, including running twice on the game-tying drive at the end of regulation, dives in the end zone, Looked like it could be one of Wentz's finest moments. You know, he threw that dime to Zach Ertz in overtime as well. A perfect pass. By far his best pass of the day. But then there's a couple O-line penalties. Lane Johnson goes off sides. Nate Herbert gets a hold, which I thought was questionable. And that prevented the first field goal attempt in overtime. Then the Eagles sort of bungled their final chance in overtime with some conservative play calling. And then a penalty. They were going to have a 59-yard field goal. They weren't able to get the, the, the kickoff. Doug Peterson had to decide 64-yard field goal or go for it. You know, in the moment, I didn't hate his decision to punt it. On Upon second review, I think he probably should have just gone for it. Fourth and 12. Probably should have had Wentz, you know, try to make a big play downfield. Maybe you get P.I. Maybe you complete it. Maybe it's picked. But if you run enough time off, Pretty unlikely the Bengals get a chance to to win that game either. They're they're in basically the same spot you would have been in at that time. But that was through the benefit of hindsight. Still very impressed with Burrow. Did a lot of positive things, even though, man, he I, I'd be surprised if he makes it through the season at this point. Tuck takes. All those injuries we talked about to the 49ers last week didn't matter. Easily. Beat the Giants 36 to 9. G Men still winless at 0 3. This is sort of a uh, a really disturbing loss for the Giants. I mean, you're at home, and I know that the Giants didn't have Saquon Barkley or Sterling Shepard, but you are essentially going against the 49ers B team, their second string, their JVs, whatever you want to call it. And you got embarrassed. Like they got absolutely embarrassed in this game it's really bad I mean there's there's no way around it Daniel Jones cannot get over the turnover bug and at some point you know here he is three games into his second year he's gonna have to figure it out but at times the Giants look like the bad news bears Jones turns it over too much Kyle Shanahan's an incredible head coach whatever they pay him it's not enough Nick Mullins by the way is a guy that team should be thinking about now the question is is he good or is it just because he's in Kyle Shanahan's offense and every quarterback can be efficient in Kyle Shanahan's offense it's a good question 
But the Niners' defense, even without Bosa and Solomon Thomas and Sherman, all these guys, they held the Giants to just 231 total yards. What a performance on both sides of the ball for the Niners and for the Giants. I mean, it's already looking like it's going to be a lost season. Speaking of lost, Bri, Visa knows that local businesses are the heartbeat of our communities. Whether they're our corner stores, our coffee spots, or our favorite shops, local businesses have always been there for us. They remember our orders. They call us by name. Always giving back, making a difference, and going that extra mile to support us and our community. Right now, more than ever, local businesses need our support. So now it's time for us to return the favor. The next time you go shopping, make the choice to shop at local businesses and look for the contactless symbol and tap to pay with a contactless visa to help support your community. Because where and how you shop matters. Visa, everywhere you want to be. Official partner of the NFL. Tux Takes. Three touchdowns from Rex Burkhead that helped the Patriots to a 36-20 win over the Las Vegas Raiders. So let's start with the Patriots moving Joe Tooney to left to, from left guard to center. I've seen him play tackle before, play tackle in college. Now they move him to center this week, and he performed very well. They put the rookie out of Michigan, Owenu, um, in at guard. That is, I mean, Tooney can play every position. It's it's super impressive. Guys on the franchise tag. And I think showing why the Patriots think so highly of him, that they would pay him that much money for just one year. That versatility is invaluable. Even with that mishmashed O-line, they ran the ball down the Raiders' throats. Sony Michelle had a big day. Rex Burkhead uh, did a lot of really nice things for the Patriots, especially in the past game. It was not a good game for Cam. I mean, Cam did not have a very good game. Didn't need to. They ran the ball with Sony Michelle. They handed off to Burkhead. And the Patriots totally eliminated Darren Waller as usual. You know, some teams talk about taking away the other team's best opponent, the other team's best weapon. The Patriots just do it. They just they just go ahead and do it. Tux takes. Steven Goskowski became the first kicker to kick a game-winning field goal in the final two minutes of regulation in each of his team's first three games of the season. That happened the first time since 1970. Tennessee 3-0 now. Titans 31, Vikings 30. Vikings 0-3, and there were a lot of really tough losses that teams suffered over the weekend. This is This is brutal. Because this is the difference between feeling like you have a season moving forward and not if you're the Vikings. The difference between 1-2 and two and beating a Titans team and 0-3, oh and it's, it's everything. Dalvin Cook had a big day. Justin Jefferson, the rookie wide receiver, was awesome. Kyle Rudolph made an unbelievable touchdown catch. They still lost. They still lost. I mean, that's got to be so deflating, Bri. Derrick Henry had a big day. Khalif Raymond, a wide receiver, kind of came out of nowhere for the Titans, have a big day as well. 
The Titans D got after Cousins. And I got to give the Titans a lot of credit for two things. Number one, sticking with Steven Goskowski even after that bad opening night game because he was nails in that game. I mean, they don't win that game without him being perfect. Unbelievable performance by Goskowski. And also, the Titans, they're just mentally tough. They, they find a way to persevere and win these games. 3-0 and to start the year. Really impressive. Ducks takes. The Cleveland Browns have a record of over 500 for the first time since 2014. Yesterday, they beat the Washington Football Club 34-20. to So, I mean, I, I don't know if I could do it ever again with Washington. Bri, you have my permission. If I take the Washington Washingtons on the Even Money podcast at all, I don't care how many points they're getting, please punch me in my virtual face. As Done. I tweeted about yesterday, at Ross Tucker NFL, Dwayne Haskins is a rough watch. A really rough watch. Three bad interceptions, a bad fumble, and the Washington Washingtons lost Chase Young to an injury. Meanwhile, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are nasty together. Credit our guy Greg Cosell for saying they'll use both running backs sometimes at the same time. And the Browns finally have a head coach. Kevin Stefanski knows what he's doing. Thirty point Over 30 points again. That's back-to-back games. First winning record in forever. And he goes for it on fourth and seven at that no-man's-land part of the field. Finally, the Browns have a head coach. Ducks takes. Josh Allen, the first player with at least 10 touchdown passes and two rushing touchdowns in his, his first three games of his season. That's the uh, first in NFL history. Bills, 35, Rams, 32. He is so fun to watch. I mean, he, he is incredibly entertaining. He, you know, both the good and the bad. He was awesome. I'll tell you that much, though. Brian Dayball is on fire as a play caller. I mean, on fire with what he's calling. But I can't tell you how much respect I have for the L.A. Rams and that comeback. I thought they were dead. Back-to-back East Coast games, traveling. I thought they were going to kill my two-team teaser with Steve Fezzik on the Even Money podcast, which was a best bet. But no, they battled back. Unbelievable comeback by the Rams to take the lead. Aaron Donald took over the second half of that game. It was ridiculous what he was doing to dudes. Absolutely ridiculous. But Josh Allen came through on the game-winning drive. I will say, I, I think that that last pass interference was questionable, and I would say it was a bad call. To me, it was illegal contact. So I was on the CBS seminar with uh, all of the NFL officiating seminar and it's illegal contact is a point of emphasis you can't hold them up more than five yards downfield like that that should have been the call not PI should have been illegal contact and then of course Allen able to get it done to Croft after that Henderson Darrell Henderson had ran well for the Rams especially in the second half ultimately though it was not enough. That would be a good one, by the way, Bri. A really good one 
to check out an NFL Game Pass. I mean, I, I and I'll say this. I went back already and watched the entire condensed game of the Eagles and Bengals because I do so much stuff Eagles-related. I watched the whole condensed game, NFL Game Pass. It was like 25 minutes maybe. It is un- – and that went, game went to overtime. It is glorious. Like I'm telling you guys, if you love football, if you listen to this podcast, you've got the disease, you would love being able to go back and watch condensed games. It's play, 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 play. Or you can watch the end zone copy of the coaching tape. Like it's, it is really slick. Go to NFL.com slash game pass to start your free trial. That's the thing too. It's a free trial. So start the free trial. See if you like it. And if you don't, then don't pay. If you do, then pay. And I'm pretty sure you will. NFL game pass where football never stops. Ducks takes. Atlanta Falcons did it again. They were up by 16 midway through the fourth quarter and still found a way to lose. Bears with Nick Foles pull out the win, 30 to 26. Oops, I did it again. I had a big lead and blew it again. Oh, baby, baby, oops, Atlanta did it again. They choked at the end. And now Quinn is gone. Ooh, baby, baby. Do you know who sang that originally, Bri? Uh, Britney Spears, right? There you go, Bri. There you go. Oops, I did it again with your heart. That is what the Falcons are doing. They they are they are doing they are ripping out. Make sure we clip that. For social media, by the way, Brian. I'm writing it down right Make now. That no, that's a good one for intern yep. Casey. Oops, uh, they play with your heart. Britney Spears was writing that song about the Atlanta Falcons. Oops, uh, no AJ Terrell or Julio Jones. Trubisky benched. Foles leads an absolute epic comeback with some clutch touchdown throws. Falcons were three and out city, which is totally unacceptable. They're up 26 to 10 in the fourth quarter, and then they go three and out every time. Like you, you got to be kidding me, Atlanta. You, they literally do everything possible to lose these leads. It's unbelievable. It's like they couldn't lose the lead otherwise if they tried. Allen Robinson was tremendous, even though he had that overturned touchdown, which I thought was the right call, by the way. Akeem Hicks, dominant. And the Falcons, another one where the Falcons season's over. And the Bears, they're like the Titans. They're, they're just finding a way. Tucks takes. Matt Rule got his first win as Panthers head coach, 21-16 over the L.A. Chargers. Carolina was moving the ball at will. I mean, they were moving the ball at will, but they were settling primarily for field goals in the first half. Herbert, I thought, did a lot of positive things. Justin Herbert for the Chargers did a lot of positive things again, but that bad interception at the end of the first half was huge because the Chargers looked like they might get points. Instead, Dante Jackson takes it the other way and the Panthers get points, and that was really the difference in the game. I don't know if you saw it, Brian. They almost had an epic hook and ladder at the end of the game, which would have won it. I mean, they had it. If Keenan Allen gave a better pitch to Austin Eckler, and he had a little bit more time, Eckler would have walked in for an absolutely epic hook and ladder touchdown. That would have been amazing. Tux takes. 
Philip Rivers threw his 400th touchdown pass of his career in the Colts' 36-7 win yesterday over the New York Jets. Jets, the only team in the NFL that has not held a lead at any point in a game this season. Which is why Adam Gase is as good as gone this season. I will see the Jets up close and personal on Thursday. And uh, I got to tell you, I'm very upset because Mekhi Becton got hurt. I was really looking forward to watching him play live. The left tackle for the Jets, who's been like the lone bright spot. Darnold had a pick six early and another one in the third quarter. Not, not a real good recipe for winning those pick sixes. Rivers was solid, kind of dinking and dunking. But the story of the game was really the Colts' defense. Darius Leonard out there taking souls. Xavier Rhodes playing like he did in Minnesota. DeForest Buckner, I mean, they were all balling out for a Colts team. I would never lay that many points, but obviously I should have. Tucks takes. They let Russ cook. Russ. Russell Wilson, 315 yards, five touchdowns, zero interceptions in the Seahawks' 38-31 win over Dallas. That's 14 touchdown passes in his first three games of a season, an NFL record. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And the thing that's crazy about Seattle right now, as they had more injuries on defense, including Jamal Adams, and the defense struggles again, they need him to play this well. Like at some point, you got to think this is a little bit concerning. They need Russell Wilson to throw all these touchdown passes and to score 38 points. Not a great sign for the Seahawks if you're thinking that, you know, in terms of like Super Bowl contender. I mean, it's just not possible for Russell Wilson to throw five touchdown passes every game. Uh, would have been even more. DK Metcalf caught the ball from Russell Wilson. What a play by Trayvon Diggs to punch it out. That was an unbelievable play. I love seeing things like that that you rarely see. Very, very cool. And the Cedric Wilson story for Dallas was amazing. I think the guy had caught like five passes in his NFL career before that game, and then he goes out and he has two 40-plus-yard touchdowns. Good for him, man. I love stories like that. Love it. Love guys that just keep battling. Keep battling, get a chance. Kudos to you, Cedric Wilson. Kudos to you. Tux takes. Mike Evans, two catches, two yards, and two touchdowns. He's the third player in NFL history to accomplish that. Bucks, impressive 28-10 to 10 win. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I guess I'll start with the food, Bri. What did they have for you guys? Uh, it, was, it was good. Food choice. Uh, you had chicken parmesan. You had vegetarian lasagna. Um, they also had a penne pasta with a side of meatballs. So I went, I went veggie lasagna. And uh, and and it, it was it was definitely good for dessert. You had the uh, the Broncos logo on the sugar cookies, nice touch, chocolate chip cookies, and you know, even though I'm not a fan of tiramisu, they had tiramisu, so you got to give them props for that. So to the chicken parm and the pasta, was it like in boxes or like how did you get it? How was it? So served? they were actually making it right there, and then they put it in boxes for you. So it's kind of like the best of both worlds. So it was a box lunch, but it wasn't just a, you know something they pulled out of a refrigerator that was made on Thursday. Wow. Yeah. Veggie lasagna out of those three options is highly, highly questionable, Bri. I just got to be honest with you here. I feel like our, our audience deserves that. Highly questionable. 
Um, but not bad. What, what grade would you give it? Got to give him an A for the effort. I like it. It was good. It was good. Um, I'll give the Bucks an A for the effort. Brady kind of was dinking and dunking, but solid. Shaq Barrett totally dominated his former team. You could see that coming. And how about the Broncos replacing a struggling Jeff Driscoll with Brett Rippon? I mean, do I get Brett Rippon? Do I get Blake Bortles on Thursday night? Crazy. Tux takes. The Lions snapped their 11-game losing streak. They upset the Cardinals 26-23 on a Matt Prater field goal as time expired. Yep, and that's one that the Cardinals are going to look back on and say, man, this is one that's going to come back to bite them. Kyler Murray was forcing balls left and right, threw three interceptions, almost threw more, but he was his typical electric with his feet. I mean electric. They can't even touch him in the open field sometimes. Kenny Galladay being back. For the Lions was huge. He helped Stafford had a nice day. I thought Carryon Johnson did some really positive things as well for the Lions as they won. And I lost that one on the Even Money podcast. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook was giving the Lions five and a half. Speaking of the DraftKings Sportsbook, they're giving all new users. They're still giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when they bet on any team. Think about that. $1 bet on any team that wins, you cash a cool Benjamin. How cool is that? DraftKings is also giving you basketball fans a 200% profit boost on any basketball market once you sign up. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code ROSS when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. Pick any team during week four, bet $1 on them, and win $100 if they win. That's $1 to win $100 when you use promo code Ross during sign-up. Limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 20 or older in New Jersey, PA only. Private boost terms and conditions and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. Go 1-800-GAMBLER. Tux takes. The Saints fall to 1-2 and two after a 37-30 loss to the Packers on Sunday Night Football. Three TDs for Aaron Rodgers. And they moved the ball the entire game. I don't really remember the Packers punting. I mean, they settled for field goals a few times. But I don't, I don't remember. I'm sure they punted once, but I don't really remember the, the Packers punting. The Saints defense has some major issues right now. Uh, the penalties were brutal. I mean, everybody's talking about Breeze. Breeze was like 29 to 36, three touchdowns, no picks, 286 yards. Give me a break. I mean, and and is he driving the ball down the field? Not really, but I thought NBC had a stat last night. In the last five years, they've been in the bottom five of average depth of target the whole time. This is what Breeze has been doing for five years when he and the Saints have been awesome, and he's been MVP of the league or should have been the one year. Uh, Kamara's incredible, absolutely ridiculous i will say this too i thought breeze on that touchdown pass to emmanuel sanders that was 20 yards in the air in the middle of the field zone coverage i thought that was a laser i mean i I think he's got enough arm for the saints to be able to do what they want to do but man they they just can't stop anybody vintage aaron Rodgers to alan lazard uh rogers was incredible the hard count was huge for them all game And the Saints have to go back to the drawing board on the defensive side of the ball. They're just simply 
not playing well enough at this point. Got some shout-outs, Bry, always to our I Think We're Done Here members at patreon.com slash rtmedia, Pizza Boy Brewing, dynastyfreaks.com, Sportaculture. I made an order of some Eagles mums at Sportaculture, steakhousesports.com, Vision Comics with an X, and shop local with Visa to help support your community because where you shop matters. Visa, everywhere you want to be. It's a Monday, Brian, which means we got the College Draft Podcast as well. Then Monday Night Football, I'll be all over it tomorrow. Tonight's game, my power rankings, even money podcast. Get some. Subscribe to all of them. Please rate and review. It means a lot. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.